welcome to the Bless Our Mess podcast, dedicated to strengthening marriages, families, and mental health. Taylor is a licensed therapist that brings his life's work and experiences to these crucial conversations. Life has its way of getting messy, so remember to join us, and together we can bless our mess. Happy Therapy Thursday, everyone. Hopefully uh, your week has gone gone well and appreciate you coming back and tuning in. Uh, today, I, I really wanted to take some time and, and just briefly I talk about, you know, becoming um, a really great listener within our relationships because, you know, asking all those, those right questions and emphasizing and helping somebody feel heard and understood, those are skills that if we develop can dramatically increase the intimacy in any relationship. And when there's, you know, increased mental and emotional intimacy, along comes the physical intimacy as well, right? Because we feel so close and connected to to our partner, to our spouse. So, you know, a key element to any successful relationship is the ability to build, you know, love and trust and one of the ways that we can do that really involves listening to our partners, right? So I just wanted to take a few minutes today, and this will probably be a two-part episode. I'll kind of introduce maybe some of the foundations of it, and then next week kind of delve into, um, you know, taking these these foundational basic principles to the next level, right? Kind of advancing them. So as we communicate with our spouse, right? It's so important for us to be intentional. You know, we got to kind of check in regularly, but that's where we need to start developing our communication skills, you know, by asking open-ended questions and, you know, things like that. But really the first step to all of this is you need to prepare yourself, right? So yes, we need to check in with our spouse, right? But you need to prepare yourself before you do. Because in today's culture, it's like, oh, how was your day? Good. Yours? Good. Right? Like during that exchange, nobody prepared themselves, right? It's just this regurgitated response that we've been conditioned to say, right? So the first step, really prepare yourself. And this takes, right, some effort and some concentration because what we're doing is we're shifting the focus away from ourself, right? Shift it away from yourself and really start to hone in on your partner, right? Now, again, this is all preparation, right? So shift your focus away from yourself and then really develop the game plan of postponing your own agenda, right, for the time being, for for a little bit. Um, and so it's not so much, you know, being interesting, you know, sometimes, you know, we want to make sure that, that others stay interested in us. And so we share interesting facts or things that happen throughout the day. Right. So it's not so much about being interesting as it is about being interested genuinely in our spouse, right. In the other person. And so what you're really trying to do is like a radio station, right? You tune into a certain station, you get to hear some songs and, you know, right? Is to tune into your partner's world, 
right? And that's what you're trying to do so you can truly immerse yourself in it so you can hear and feel what your spouse is experiencing. So yes, it's going to take time and practice for these things, but what we're trying to do is to see your partner's world from her or his perspective, not our perspective, right? So that's all preparing yourself for it, right? Okay, I've, I've now mentally geared up to focus on my spouse, right? Now the next step is to actually attune, right? That means really we're taking on the role of becoming the listener, and the listener needs to be present. Man, that is so vital. Be present with your partner. And that's so difficult because, again, sometimes we're quick to, to try to you know, implement our own agenda or communicate our agenda, right? But that's not the job of the listener, right? It's, it's to be present. And so part of the things that make someone a great listener is right really try to not minimize your partner's feelings right and this is a struggle um i i see for myself right like whenever um my wife and i when we're having conversations and things like that and maybe she's had a really hard day and um you know i might minimize that to well you know yeah it could have been a lot worse right Saying something like that just really kind of minimizes what they're actually experiencing. And that doesn't create closeness, right? Because if you don't feel heard and understood, you feel dismissed. Yeah, that's going to start creating a wedge, right? So this is something I struggle with and I'm trying, right, to to make an, a conscious mental effort to stay present and to not minimize, right? So uh, another tactic and skill that needs to be developed is um, when when we are listening to our partner, you know, not taking responsibility for our partner's feelings, right? Something else has been going on and, you know, it's not like, oh, this is my fault that they're feeling this way um, or even just, you know, start to override that and take it upon yourself, right? So that's really not your responsibility, right? Don't take that on to, your, to yourself. And... Another common thing that people try to do is, right, provide comfort and um, make them feel better, right? Try to avoid doing that. I know it sounds counterintuitive, like, whoa, that's the whole point, right, is we're supposed to connect and feel understood. Yeah, that comes, but when when your partner is really expressing the depths of their emotions, right, and you try to help them feel better, it's, again, almost like my emotions are being downplayed, right? Because here we are just going, well, why don't you, you know, the get over it, you know, or, oh, tomorrow's going to be, you know, you'll have a better day tomorrow, you know, something like that, right? Where we're trying to come in and cheer them up. Really that the unspoken message of doing that on some, some levels is like this, this message of dismissal, right? Like, geez, you're not really understanding what I'm feeling, you know? So Okay, so avoid taking your partner's feelings on yourself and definitely avoid trying to make your partner feel better, right? Don't try to cheer them up, try to make them happy. Your sole purpose, right, in, in, in being the listener is just to tune in to how your partner's feeling, right? Really try to experience 
um, their emotions. So really in this attune stage, the goal really is to, you know, ask questions and then really listen to those answers. Um, and that's where you can then start asking follow-up questions, but these questions need to be open-ended questions. One that just isn't, how was your day? That's good, right? Did you have a good day? Yes. Things like that, like open-ended questions. Hey, what was the most enjoyable part of your day? Or what was the most upsetting part of your day, right? Um, and these open-ended questions, they create dialogue, right? And with that dialogue, that kind of opens the heart, right? And that's now where we're connecting emotionally. So definitely avoid judgment, you know, because what they're thinking and feeling is what they're thinking and feeling, right? If we cast some judgment on them, right, that's just throwing gas on the fire to what what they're experiencing, right? Which will only further drive that wedge, between you and your spouse, right? So avoid, you know, I I mentioned it earlier, but definitely avoid giving advice until you fully understand what is going on, right? Or if your spouse has asked for your feedback, you know, once they say, hey, they lay their whole problem out, how they're experiencing it, the impact it's having on their life, and then they might go, what am I supposed to do about this, right? That's the clear indicator that, okay, all right, you're, you're ready for maybe some of, some of the advice, right? But definitely avoid giving advice up front until, right, uh, you fully understand. And so that's where you can make, you know, some of these um, exploratory statements that could help you understand, you know, like uh, maybe your spouse opens up about their difficult days, be like, okay, tell me about that. Tell me more about that. When did you notice, you know, things starting to, to go from, from, from good to bad, right? Or from good to hard or, you, you know, those exploratory, exploratory statements really help you come to understand. You do also want to make sure that you communicate with respect, Right where we're communicating with um, coming from a place of understanding and, and empathy, not like a, a place of superiority or looking down or making them feel, you know, belittled by some of these comments of, you know, um, yeah, I don't know, some, it doesn't come to mind right now, but you know, that, well, you could have done this instead, right? That's kind of like a, again, that dismissive, but it's also like, Hey, you could have done this, right? That comes from a place of superiority, right? Like I'm now speaking down to you because I know what to do and you didn't. And so you should have done this, right? And even though it may not come out that way, it's so easy for your spouse to interpret it that way, right? Which is why we want to postpone giving the advice and, and things like that until our, our spouse feels sufficiently heard and understood, and so this will take some practice, right? So you got to remember to breathe and and self-soothe and stick to your preparation plan, right? Those preparation goals, right? I'm going to fully immerse myself in your world and I'm going to really, you know, hold back from trying to give my opinion or, right, give advice and things like that. And so we definitely don't want to be during this time of attuning into our partner. We don't want to be critical, judgmental, um, or even defensive, 
you know, and again, engaging in, you know, those, those kind of put downs or, um, coming from a place of superiority towards, uh, towards them and, and what they're experiencing. So the final step of kind of, uh, the foundation of becoming a really great listener, um, Dr. Gottman refers to it as um, becoming like a a listener is kind of witnessing, right? That means you listen so so your partner doesn't feel so alone, right? And when I really started studying that, that concept, right? I'm like, dude, that is so true because, you know, Every relationship has its ups and downs and we all communicate in different ways. And I just see how it shows up in my own personal relationships with, with my wife. Right. And there are times where I know she doesn't feel sufficiently heard and understood. And I don't. And then I recognize when I don't feel sufficiently heard or understood, I just feel so alone. Right. I feel so alone. I feel like I have no one. Right. And it, it makes it a little more difficult because I feel bad for my wife because she's my person. You know what I mean? I, I look at all my other relationships and, you know, I've lost my parents and and my siblings are, are super busy and they're living their lives. And like we do make every effort we can to connect. But as far as like emotional closeness and intimacy, she's my person, right? And so when I open up and I don't feel sufficiently heard and understood, man, that just leaves me feeling alone, right? And so when I read that, you know, I was going, geez, if I'm feeling this way, I wonder if she feels that way, you know, when she doesn't feel heard and understood, you know, maybe maybe she doesn't feel so alone, maybe lonely, but maybe she is feeling some anger and you know if that stews long enough resentment can start to form and like nobody wants that right that's that's doing the opposite of what the goal is right which is to strengthen the uh, the relationship so uh, you know a really a powerful way to witness and to you know really kind of be there i'm using quote hands be there for your partner is to repeat back in your own words what you heard your partner saying Right. And then communicate, follow that up with some form of validation. Right. Um, and so that would be like, okay, hey, if I'm if I'm hearing you right, you know, you're you're feeling really frustrated, agitated, sound, you know, sad, down, depressed over these circumstances. Right. And if they confirm yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. You can go, man, that must be difficult, right? To be experiencing that. That's a level. I just expressed then validation to what they're at least experiencing. And then you can keep that dialogue going, you know? It's like, wow, that must be difficult. You, you know, tell me more about that. Tell me more how about how you are experiencing this sadness, this depression, this anger, right? In that way, we're diving into our partner's world and we're getting to know them on a level that very few people do, right? So that's what creates the the emotional connection and bond into it, which means you're going to have to exercise some self-control in your own emotional regulation as you postpone any of your own agenda, right? Where, whether that's to try to provide comfort or to try to feel understood yourself, right? It's like that's not right? That comes at a, at a later time, right? So really preparing yourself 
And then when you're there, attune, right? Really attune into that. Um, and man, it's, it's nuts when, when Kel and I are successful in doing this, you know, the, the afterward, even after the conflict or even, you know, after the, the difficult day, the end result is we're closer, right? Here we are, um, creating this bond over difficult situations, right? And, at the end of it, you just feel supported. You don't feel alone. You feel like you're in this together, right? That there is a union um, between the two of you, and that you're that you're able to tackle life's goals together, you know, and and be a contributing person to that team, you know. So, anyway, that's that's the basics. Next time, we'll kind of dive into some of these advanced kind of skills, you know, and in that. Uh, will start to really, you'll notice as you practice that, man, it's going to make the world of a difference in your relationship. So I look forward to diving into that as well. And we'll catch you on the next Therapy Thursday. Thank you for joining us on the Bless Our Mess podcast. We hope this episode has added value in your life and the lives of your loved ones. Don't miss out on future episodes by subscribing, following, and reviewing the show. Remember, when life gets messy, to join us and together we can bless our mess.